Thank you so much for downloading the episode today on the show. We talk about our new website, lipandclip.com. We also discuss the royal wedding and some of our own wedding drama that we have all experienced. Also, the world's largest orgy is coming to Las Vegas in June, and we have a few questions about the logistics of that, and we discuss that along with our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I walk my ass down the aisle by myself. Paula? You vain bitches. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 277. Hello. Okay, so I I want you all, if you're listening to me right now and you're in front of a computer, I want you all to go to this website. Do it right now. Just listen. Ready? Lipandclip.com. Oh, God. I thought it was going to be Yanny or Laurel. Oh, my God. No, we're not doing <laughs> Laurel and Yanny. Go to lipandclip.com. Press enter. Ta-da! It's our Avon site. So now, instead of trying to maneuver through the insanity of websites to find our ugly truth avon page you can literally go to lipandclip.com our avon site comes straight up you will automatically be shopping with the uggs pick a couple of cool things for summer it helps the, the show and it's easy to remember if you go you know what i'm kind of wondering if i can find some you know moisturizer or some sunscreen or that really cool gold mask that they just came out with mm-hmm. i can go to lipandclip.com and there i am and it's there and it helps us and it's going i think the change to the website name for our avon is going to help dramatically it's way easier to, to remember and it's easier to find obviously lip and clip means something And if you've been listening for a very long time, you know what that means. Right, Paula? Of course. Okay, so when we were growing up, our mom is old school, middle middle of the country gal from Illinois, Chicago, actually, not, not farmland. And she said that when she was growing up, the one thing that she was always reminded is that you never leave the house looking like crap. Because you will always run into your enemy or an ex-lover. So you always have to go out with lipstick on and your hair in a clip at the very least. And she was an anti-pajama pant person, which we all, we, none of, I can't fathom any of us actually doing that on our own accord. But she was like, you will not leave this house looking like that. So the lip and clip was born when we were t- like young teenagery. And she's like, are you all lipped and clipped? We're like, yes. And... Sure enough, if we decided not to heed that advice, I always ran into an ex-boyfriend or uh, someone that I hated from high school <laughs> or, or the, something. the popular kids or... Yes, the, or the guy that you had a crush on at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never failed. So now to this day, I do not go anywhere without my version of a lip and clip, which for me is, generally speaking, it's mascara and either a baseball hat or a messy bun. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, I do put on a little bit of a gloss on the lips. Yes. And th- thankfully for yoga pants, you know, those are not pajama bottoms and you can dress those up enough to get to the grocery store on a Saturday morning and not be embarrassing for whoever you may or may not run into. So lipandclip.com, find your own lip and clip there. You will be very happy. We will be thrilled. We're super excited about this new name. Super excited. 
Aren't you? I am. I'm thrilled. I'm oh, very speechless. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. So anyway, welcome to the ugly truth. So we're we're a few we're a couple of weeks from Mother's Day, but uh, how was your Mother's Day, Ugg? We've talked about it, but I'm I am curious about how your Mother's Day went because you didn't have high expectations. The kids were up. Um, I woke up before Victor, so I made coffee said good morning to the kids and they're like hi mom so you know it started out typical (laughs) and um victor got up shortly after that and i told him that there was coffee and then he went over to whisper to the kids you know tell mother it's happy mother's day mother oh or not mother mom right and so they're like happy mother's day they wanted to give me my presents. Olivia made a very cute bookmark and Aww, had her picture nice. on the back with her holding a bouquet of flowers. So it was very cute. Nice. Then uh, I got the ultimate surprise. Victor has purchased two tickets to the Def Leppard slash Journey concert for October. Nice. And we're on the floor. So I am very excited. And I told you how important this concert is because I I know when we were split up, he took some skank whore (laughs) to the Journey concert. And it it was like the biggest slap in the face to me. And I'm like, I can't even fucking believe it that you took this bitch to basically my concert and they sang our song and you've only known her a month. And he's like, well, I was just going to give the tickets to you and you could take one of your sisters. I'm like, but you didn't. You didn't do it. You sat there and you were probably just wasted and didn't even give a shit. Yeah. So that was like seven or eight years ago. That was a long time ago. But I've never forgiven him for that. Well, ever. no, and, and nor should you. I had told Ryan a couple of weeks ago, I said, your father's a dead man if he doesn't get me <laughs> tickets to that concert. Oh, so you know when. <laughs> so he know. had basically, Ryan had basically relayed that information to dad. Lo and behold, Hey, what a surprise. (laughs) I have $500 tickets to the Journey slash Def Leppard concert, and I couldn't be more excited. Well, now the big question is, are you taking Victor? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm taking Victor. (laughs) I'm just wondering. I'm just saying. Yeah, really? No, that would be cruel. (laughs) It wouldn't. It would be retribution. But I understand. (laughs) I understand. It's a make good. It's a make good. So there you go. I had also been eyeing this little garden box because, you know, our backyard is one of those ones where it's just bark and rocks. So there's no dirt. It's drought friendly uh, landscaping. We bought the little garden kit, which was only $69, which is really cheap. cheap. Mm -hmm. But we had to put like 24 bags of soil in there. Well, yeah, you're building a flipping garden it's it's significant it's and it was expensive because that was like 75 (laughs) dollars worth of dirt (laughs) okay hope you enjoyed your thousand dollar mother's day (laughs) but you know in true fashion there was no card so oh well you know it was just uh everyone was well not everyone victor was just you know 
trying to rush around and make sure that, you know, breakfast was ready. And sure, sure. So they had to go shopping. And, I, you know, he's a he's a procrastinator. <sighs> so mine wasn't bad. Mine wasn't too bad. I mean, you know, I don't live with you know all of our kids for the most part have moved out. Malia, my 17 year old still lives here. So she and dad spent the day before shopping for food and and uh, all the stuff and then instead of a breakfast which i ended up getting anyway but instead of a breakfast we decided to do an early dinner because that way everybody could come over and we'll just do an early dinner so we just did a dinner you know because my birthday was like two days later so they kind of combat it which i'm cool with that's good yeah so they came over and i said so what's for dinner now when you think of mother's day meals what what do you think what kind of meals do you think of for I Mother's Day? I don't know, day? like steak or pasta? I, I don't oh, know. Oh, God, no. No, I, whenever I think of a Mother's Day meal, I think of really like feminine foods, like a really beautiful green salad and I don't know, like salmon and, you know, champagne and just a real light feminine flair of food. I got which, you. Well, in our house, I mean, we're big steak people, so... Yeah, well, so, I mean, I love a good piece of meat, too. So I said, so what are we having? He goes, well, I think we're going to have brisket <laughs> and uh, potatoes. Then he decided to add some squash. He did Just some like zucchini. last weekend, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, from, from when we did this for... Okay, all right, great. <laughs> so it, it was okay. Everything was good, obviously. Oh, is good. there a UFC fight on tonight? Exactly. It's like, shall we? Shall I make some Infinian beans to go? Do, is there beer available? I'm not complaining. Everything was tasty, and most importantly, they everybody showed up, which is always great. Oh, good. Yeah. So that was nice. I got a really nice ring. I got a really pretty ring that I've been eyeing. Really? So I got the jewelry. I did get a card. Mackenzie got me a really pretty palette, an Urban Decay palette, which is beautiful. It was funny because I was like, do you want this? Because she kept eyeing it like, <laughs> like, it's really pretty. Do you love it? I'm like, I do. But do you want it? Like, I got the impression. I know. It's not funny being a mom. Like, you'd be willing to give your own gift back to somebody else. Yeah. One of your kids. Yes, absolutely. But it was a really good day. Everybody had a great time. And it was, I always just like having them around. So for me, it was, that's really all that mattered. And then on my actual birthday, which was a couple of days ago, I don't do the whole, you know, I don't feel like I need to celebrate aging personally. I'm happy to age. It's better than dying. But I'm not one of those people that goes, today's my birthday. You know, I'm just not one of those people. Now, your friend Tracy gives (laughs) you shit about this every year. Every year. She must have it written down because your birthday is not posted on Facebook. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I get it, but I don't need the, you know, 600 accolades. Happy birthday. It's not bad. I'm not dissing anyone who enjoys it. I'm just talking about for my own self. I don't like it. And so, but Tracy gets me on Snapchat and she's like, I know. And she's got the uh, voice changer on. So she sounds like she's on helium. She's like, (laughs) I don't know why you don't like telling people. I don't know why you don't like to celebrate your birthday. It's really weird, but okay. She goes, so now I'm going to sing you a song. And so she sings me happy birthday and like Alvin and the chipmunk chipmunk voices. (laughs) And then she sent me that little picture and I said fine I will post it for you Tracy and one person noticed it and wished me a happy birthday I'm like see I'm cool with this this is good thank god (laughs) yeah fine I it's it's nothing about anything other than I find it not for me it's just not for me 
You know, if anybody should be celebrated, it should be her mother for delivering me, my eight pound ass. Yeah, really. You know, that, that ripped her from one end to the other. So, you know, thankfully you survived that mother. Congratulations. I'm still here. Yeah. Hopefully I've done I've done you proud. <laughs> you were the first. God. Yes. And our mom was tiny. She's yeah. a tiny person. <laughs> so, I mean. Well, I mean, mom and I are almost verbatim the same because I was at full birth weight with Ryan, 136 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he was eight pounds, one ounce, I think. He was a big one. And he ripped me, as mom would say, airplane to asshole. <laughs> yes. And I did that to her. And she, she, I assume she recovered because she had three more children. So all must be well. But that is the person that deserves the accolades on May 15th. It is not yours truly. <laughs> so did you get anything or did was it just... Just another day since you guys celebrated on Sunday. No, Daryl can't help himself. And like I told you last week, I'm I'm done forcing people to ignore. If they, if it makes them feel good to to do it, then I'm going to be thankful because there are people who don't have that luxury. Mm-hmm. So I figured, look, if you if you want to, great. I'm not going to make it difficult for for you. So he woke me up with coffee like normal. And he got me a gift of the earrings that I actually wanted the first time. (gasps) The white gold ones? Yes. So he got me the white gold earrings from Jennifer Fisher. And they're beautiful. And I love them. And it was very sweet that he did that. So I got jewelry this year for everything. And I was just so pleased. I was just so pleased. Oh, Malia made me a really cool little mirror because she's in glass art right now. So she made me a gift in, in her glass art class, which I love. And so it was a really great, it was a great showing. Good. And I appreciate everything. I'm always humbled that they want to do anything for me because all they do is take. And so whenever <laughs> they give, it's always, it's always nice. But I was telling you, uh, so Daryl's like, I'm going to, I'm going to take you out and we're going to, I'm going to get you drunk. That's kind because I always, I don't know why I, I'm such a weird weirdo. I always get real, I was telling you before the show, I always get a little reflective on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people do that, where they think about, like, you're having a birthday this later this year, mm-hmm. and you start thinking about, you're like, what have I done with my life? Like, am I, am I going to look back and be disappointed that I didn't do more, that I didn't take more risk, or, you know, that I took another turn when I should have done this? That kind of thing. And it's not mm-hmm. regret necessarily. It's just reflection. And so Daryl and I are out and we're getting margaritas and we're just talking. And he's like, it's just so weird that you don't think you're a risk taker. I'm not, though. I'm a little conservative when it comes to taking risks. Like to me, doing a podcast is not much of a risk. Not really. Well, we have we have nothing to lose. Well, that's that's the thing, though. But that's a risk when you don't have anything to lose and you just go for it. It's like what? What do we, you know, I don't, I'm doing a podcast because I think we have a funny perception of life. Right. We have, a, we have an awesome relationship. Yeah. You know, as, as far as sisters go. So it doesn't feel like a risk. The risk is going to be when we open our own studio. That's the risk yeah. that we're, that we're heading toward. And so that it's exciting. And, you know, we talked about it and I said, you know, really, if we just understand what the risk is and accept it, it won't be scary anymore. For example, most startup companies don't succeed. Right. And we just have to accept it. 
And if we if we if we go in knowing that it could fail, then we have nothing to lose again. It's the same with the podcast. You and I started this thing going, if no one listens, then no one listens and we call it a day. And and every time we think that no one's going to listen, we double our numbers. It's the weirdest thing, right? Our first so- show we had 10 listens. <laughs> And yeah. we and we were so excited because <laughs> we're just like somebody listened. Someone. Someone. Has, what was funny is Daryl's like Jamie. This is more than just your family. <laughs> He's like there were there were more than more than just family listened to this this time. And then and then the following show was thirty. Yeah. And so on and so on. And and when you are nobody and you have no built-in audience like an, an Adam Carolla or any comedian yeah. who, who has a following, that's a really big deal to us. I mean, I will never, ever not be grateful that we get thousands of downloads a month. I mean, it's not millions, but I don't care. If we had millions, we'd be doing other things. You know, right. we would, we'd be moving forward much quicker. But anyway, my point is, is that we have all these, dis- these are the kind of discussions I have on my birthday. Maybe, and that's why I don't like celebrating it, because I have to reflect on all this shit that I wish I had done that I haven't done yet. So the next day I decided, you know what? I am done uh, waiting around. There's a couple of projects that I'm working on. I'm just going to jump right into them. And so I jump right into the, the one that I've been working on. And I shit you not, less than 45 minutes later, I get a text message from my daughter. Mom, I don't feel good. I think my glands are swollen. And I, I, I think I'm, I think I need to come home. I'm sick. And I'm thinking, well, I've just recognized why I can't get anything done. Because my first and foremost job is being a mom. Still. And I get angry because I, I forget that part of it. You know, I forget that part of... Oh, yeah, I have to drop fucking everything now because my child needs me. My sweet, precious child (laughs) still needs me to be a parent. And like what you and I were talking about earlier, you forget when they get older and you will definitely know this when they're in their teens and they're older and they're really self-sufficient, especially when they start driving. Suddenly you can become indulgent again. Suddenly you can spend four hours at a at a restaurant having a bottle of wine or going up to a brewery or a winery or spending a day somewhere and not thinking about children. And then you'll remember how great it is <laughs> how great it is to be with your partner again. Before, when you were single, you literally just were only thinking about yourself. Right. And then when you have kids, you can't ever go back because they're just always in your mind. Even when they're adults. So even when they're adults and you're like being indulgent and everything like that, you just that feeling of them being in your mind doesn't go Mm -hmm. away. No. That sucks. Yeah. But if they're doing well, and and the way I have come to surmise is that there will always be a crisis, but there will be time periods where everything is smooth sailing. There's no crisis. There's no issue. There's no problem. And when those time periods come, like as a mother, anyway, I'm constantly waiting for the next shoe to drop. And when they're adults, it really doesn't change. Like, 
it's like, all right, everything's really good. And then suddenly someone's going to bust through the front door and go, I got fired. So-and-so's pregnant. I, you know, I'm moving away. You know, it's going to be some money. <laughs> right. My car died. You know, something's going to happen and you go, all right, buckle up. Here we go. Mm-hmm. But they all, it always passes. But those times when it's nice, cool, you know, smooth sailing and you can actually be indulgent again with your time, it feels great. But it never lasts forever. <laughs> It, yeah. never, it never lasts. But those are the kind of things I think about on my birthday. Very deep. And of course, Daryl's just shaking his head. You know, you don't, you don't, you underestimate how much you've done. And I'm like, no, I'm not underestimating what I've done. I know how great our children are. And I put mm-hmm. everything into them. So yes, and they're wonderful people. They're not slackers. They earn livings. They're successful, happy. But that doesn't mean that I'm fulfilled. I mean, I'm not one of those women who gets fulfilled by that. I I want more than that. I sacrificed a lot to stop working in media to do this. You know, but then the problem is, is at some point you're really too old to walk in and go, yes, I would like to be an account executive at the radio station. I mean, you can't do it. You've got to, you've got to forge your own road. Now you got to forge, forge your own road. So, which is what we'll do. We will. And not worry about it. So moving on, I will turn on the TV and this, when this drops, it will have already occurred. Thank God. But I, <laughs> but I will check in on the coverage of the royal wedding. Saturday the 19th, I will be checking in. I will not have my eyes glued to the TV. I will be flipping around. I hate the way NBC covers anything of this nature. So it will be on another channel, I hope. Oh, it's going to be on all the channels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe this will be the only time I actually tune into a cable news outlet to see a different feed. Yeah. The only reason that I'm even remotely interested, first of all, it was reported that the, uh, uh, what is the the official Windsor Castle or uh, Buckingham Palace yeah. has released the official statement that Meghan Markle's father will not be in attendance. He will not be walking her down the aisle. No, he's having had open heart surgery for God's yeah, he had, sake. Yeah, he had a freaking heart attack. So, I mean, that's that's clear to me. I think they're very happy that that has ended. No, I don't know this woman very well. I know she was an actress. Other than that, I really don't know anything about her. From what I understand, well, what's really been funny is all of the family drama that has been going on in the on the American side. I know. Does it make you wonder if she comes from like white trash or something? She totally does. Or, well, I shouldn't say that because she's biracial. So just is her family just basically like, you know, just American trash? From what I can gather, these are relatives that she does not really associate with. Mm -hmm. She has half brothers, half sister-in-laws. Like she has all of these removed family members that you would probably see at any wedding but that would be it. Like you would right. never see them anywhere else. So these people specifically are being flown to England and interviewed by trashy tabloid people because they are pseudo related to her. Don't they have handlers or something like that? No. Don't you no. think? What, the relatives? Yeah. No, these are they people. Sh- they should be sequestered to somewhere. To where they can't be out to, like, you know, create drama. The thing is, is that the only person that they are concerned with is Meghan Markle. She will become royalty, and that will be the end of it. As far as her family is concerned, they are not. And they're not a part of anything. And so what's been really funny is I... 
because we've seen so much uh, history about the palace and the queen and all of that with all of these shows that have come out about the queen of England and stuff. It's just so funny because, you know, they're sitting there going, oh, God, I thought we had our fill with Diana. And here we are again with this little American girl with trashy roots. And we've got to try to clean her up and make her presentable for royalty. And the reason they're allowing any of this is because Harry will never be king. Yeah. They made damn sure that that will not happen. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a fourth kid to make double sure (laughs) that Meghan Markle will never be Queen of England because or just royalty of any kind beyond what she's what she has. I think it's a really big deal. He's marrying an American, to be honest with you. She's also um, divorced. Oh, oh, the Church of England frowns upon that. So usually she's like used goods. Well, I mean, but Charles is is married to Camilla, who, you know, she's about the same level, really. I mean, she's divorced. Well, and she the, is. But I mean, and she, he's going to be king. Yeah, that's he's going to be king. I don't know what her role is. I think she I don't think she has any I don't think she'll be considered a queen, though. There's been there's been some discussion lately because, you know, Queen Elizabeth is like in her 90s about, you know, she first of all, she's made it very clear that Charles will be absent. You know, he will take the crown. But I don't know what the role of Camilla will be, but it isn't going to be she won't be like queen mother or nothing. Yeah. Or queen or whatever. But anyway, the Meghan Markle thing made me laugh because I thought, isn't it funny that no matter what level of wedding you're at whether it's at you know in reno or you know the downton abbey weddings of all weddings at windsor castle there's always relatives that will try to make it about them and fuck it all up for everybody as mom said she's like somebody's always jockeying for a position (laughs) funerals births and weddings you can guarantee that someone's gonna make it about them for some reason, though, I'm not as interested in this wedding as I was with Kate and William. Well, I think, well, first of all, they're so attractive. <laughs> they're just so attractive. And they make such a good couple. And I mean, I don't know. And, but the, all the other crap that's going on with this one, this one just feels kind of just a little. It doesn't feel like he knew Kate for years. He, he met her in school. They hated each other. She went through a bad girl phase and all this stuff. And then she came back around and then they met up again after he had been playing the field a bit. And so it wasn't like they didn't know each other. He just met Megan like two years ago and they're like, yeah, this is the one. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that. I don't know if he got pressure that he had, to, you know, if he had to marry or what the deal was. But he had been dating a woman for seven years off and on. Oh, they, the blonde girl. Yeah. They broke up. And within a year, he met Megan. And then within a year, he was engaged. And so everybody's like, whoa, what What do you say about that? But they said, she said the reason that she, they ended things is because she didn't like the press. She didn't like being surrounded constantly by the press. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, if you weren't willing to pay that price, then I guess it's fair. That's very fair. I mean, it's uh, you're under scrutiny and you're never alone again. And this girl was um, Megan. She's an actress. So yeah, she's, she's kind used, of to used to the paparazzi. So Exactly. Exactly. I think that, I mean, Harry's not the most attractive thing 
to me, but I think she's pretty, and I me think too. that she's going to look very beautiful on her day. Uh, oh, the yeah. only reason why I watched the Kate and William wedding, because it mm. actually started at like 4 a.m., I remember this, <laughs> and it was Olivia was a baby. Oh, she woke me up and she would not go back to sleep. And I'm just like, well, apparently Olivia wants to watch the royal wedding. So <laughs> we sat on the couch and watched it um, oh, until cute. she decided to go back to sleep. But by then I was just like all in. I'm like, well, I guess I might as well watch the whole thing. So for me, it just reminded me of my wedding. I don't know what kind of drama you went through on your wedding, but my drama was our father refused to attend my wedding. Right. He refused to attend because I wouldn't let him walk me down the aisle. And I'm like, this is not for show. It's not, I'm not going to let people believe that you're some great guy and that you were, that you've been around just because you think you're entitled to this, this glory, which of course is all about you. Mm -hmm. I said, no, my son's walking me down the aisle. I mean, this is, this is the way it's going to be. And I had other people say, well, I really thought you were going to ask me to walk you down the aisle. And I'm like, what is wrong with all of you? Like, what? No, I, I'll walk my ass down the aisle by myself. And the only reason I'm bringing my son is because he's adorable and I want him with me. It was ridiculous. And he sent me this long ass letter and he sent it to our mother mm-hmm. because she because he knew she would read it. And of course she read it. <laughs> and she goes, Jamie, do you want me to read this to you? I'm like, no, I want nothing to do with the letter. Throw it away. I don't care. God, you guys, I don't. This is why women elope. This is why people elope. This is exactly why. I think eloping is awesome. Me too. I but mean, that's I, because I've had two weddings. Yeah, that's so. true. I don't know. I, the only drama that I can remember, and I don't know if you would consider it drama, was that you wanted us not wearing. You you want you had a very specific vision of what dress you wanted us to wear, and we couldn't accommodate it, and you were very unhappy. I was well. What I was irritated about is is that. You guys just refused anything. And so I'm just like, I can't believe you guys can't come together and pick a damn dress because I had 30 days before I was getting married. Right. Because Victor was shipping off to Iraq. Right, right. That was the only thing. So I sent like the scathing email to everyone. <laughs> and then everyone yeah. just got ir- so irritated. And I think I, you all said like, fine, I just won't be in the wedding and blah, blah, blah. I never said that. I would never say that. I just remember I said, well, what are Because you and I never had a discussion. I said, well, what are the specifics? What she's like, no black, no satin. And I'm like, all right. Well, what color does she want? She goes, these are the colors she doesn't want. I'm like, well, what does that leave us with? I just need to know what color she wants. And you're well, like, I don't I, care what color. And I'm like, I, I, how do I how do I work with this? I don't know what to do, you know? So I think somehow we settled on black, of course, because yeah, because you you gave you gave it. Everybody wanted to wear black because it's slimming, and I'm like, fine. I'm like, you vain <laughs> bitches, wear your black. You witches. I was so mad. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I remember that's when mom said to me, she's just like, you can put it at what you can put it in whatever you want. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, I look at those pictures and none of us had anything to worry about. Like we weren't fat. Well, everyone insisted on wearing black strapless gowns. So. No, I did not. I 
I swear to God, Paula, I did not have anything to do with those choices. None. And in fact, if you recall, one of our sisters had to get it custom made because she could she just refused to believe that anything would fit her. So our mother made her dress. Yeah, because she said her hip didn't fit or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember. I would have worn anything. I just I all I know is that we were at that stupid store and we had to buy off the rack because like you said, we didn't have time. Time. The one dress that I loved, I put on, and you even said it looks good, but it was, no one could afford it. I could have, but it would have been tough, but it was nothing like your dress. It was like completely like just a weird pink or something. And I'm like, God, this is too, it's too bad because this looks really good. But I think you've been saying you didn't want pink. I mean, it was a really weird thing. It's like, could you just tell us the color you want? I remember that dress. That dress was pretty. Was it purple that you wanted? I can't. I can't remember. No, I really I, can't remember. I wanted cream and black. Oh, you wanted us to wear cream and black. And everyone says I am not wearing white. <laughs> God, we're such bitches. I swear to God. They're just like this. Makes me look so fat. Oh God, that is so, so funny. Anyways, doesn't matter. Such is the life of trying to be in a wedding, right? I mean, that's it is what it is. That's the thing that sucks about weddings is there there's always drama. Every wedding I've ever been in, there's been drama. Every wedding that I've well, I've only been married once, but there was drama with that, you know. Yeah. I mean, my God, it's remember our mom and she's like, Oh, you're having alcohol? It's like, yes! Yes, and I'm drinking all of it. <laughs> Just all of it. And she's like, you're not wearing nylons under your wedding dress? I'm like, no, it is August. It is 102 degrees. Jamie, a lady wears nylons on her wedding day. God. And I was like, she literally went and bought me an egg of off-white nylons <laughs> and made me put them on. She made me put them on and I did it like a dumb bitch. I put them on and I was wearing freaking sandals, strappy white sandals. And I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And so I put, I put them on. And I think even you or Stephanie's like, could you have at least gotten like the garter kind? Anything? And I'm like, I had no choice. Our mother bought these at the Rayleigh's down the street. I had no say in this. God. I was outraged. I would have just taken them off. I should have just been like, I am 20 something years old. I am not listening to you anymore. I paid for this whole fucking affair. Okay. I'm wearing what I want. Right. God. That is so funny. Family is family in church or in prison. That's just, it is what it, God, you just, you don't get to pick. That's ridiculous. Well, that's why if I ever get married again, I will just elope. Yeah, Stephanie was right, man. She went to, uh, she went down to the office of statistics and just did it. And I said, are you married? She's like, well, yeah, we did it. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, what? I mean, at least I'll tell people. I'm not going to, you know, hide it. Yeah, she kept it a secret. I'm like, that's not cool. She goes, well, I just didn't want to make it a big deal. I'm like, I wouldn't have made it a big deal. It would have just been nice to be a witness to your nuptials. But no. So that's really funny, actually. Wedding drama is super fun. And congratulations to all of you who are engaged. This is the season of June weddings. So I can't wait for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Everyone's sitting there staring at their engagement ring, thinking about their giant wedding. <laughs> They're like, like, oh, God. Great. I do hate my father. No. <laughs> like, maybe I don't want him walking me down the aisle. My bridesmaids are kind of assholes. 
God, they're right. They're not going to want to wear the sage color. <laughs> Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Oh, God. And of course, you know, we have daughters. So we oh, may God. be going through this. I know. Better start uh, saving. Yeah. I'm gonna save up my Xanax is what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's do this really quickly because I know that not a whole bunch of people will be that we listen to may or may not be participating in the world's largest orgy in <laughs> Vegas this June. But I was reading about it because, you know, I've been listening to people talk about it on different podcast they've been you know because it's they're basically trying to break their record i guess in japan or china they they recorded the world's largest orgy so because vegas will not be outdone they want to have the record of the world's largest orgy and it's happening this i think in june and here's the things that i found really funny about it it's two hours long (laughs) it's from five to seven what and i'm thinking i don't know about you but five o'clock is still light outside and that doesn't sound like orgy mood lighting to me. That seems a little weird to walk into a, I assume, some kind of banquet room in a hotel with mats on the floor. I don't know. The logistics of it to me seem like five o'clock is early in the day for something of this level. And two hours? Two I mean, hours it- doesn't give a guy much time to get the engine revved back up, you know? Well, and I'm just thinking, it would take me two hours just to get brave enough to do, like, take off a bra. Like, I I need time to get comfortable. Now, I assume that if you're participating in this, and apparently if you're participating, you have to bring a friend. You don't come solo. (laughs) (laughs) So, women, women can come solo, apparently, but men cannot. They have to bring someone with them. If you are a like a, a polyamorous couple where there's two men and a woman, you have to get special permission. Oh. They're being as safe as they can about rapey guys, which makes sense. And I was looking at the prices. I think it leads up to this event. I think it's an all-day thing. And then the last, like, the two hours is the actual orgy. But I think it, it's like an all-day deal. Or maybe even oh. a week, even a weekend deal from what I could gather. The, the details on the website are very vague, but you can buy a pass. You can buy a day pass, which is a couple's pass for $225. Jeez. But the all-day, all-access pass is $325. <laughs> what do they mean by all-access? <laughs> I don't know. What I really found hysterical i'm like where is this taking place because there was no actual address that i could locate initially it's taking place at the embassy suites (laughs) wow i'm like wow and they have like hotel deals if you want to stay for the weekend and i'm thinking wow the embassy suites good to know where i won't be staying Imagine if you had already like just booked your reservation there because you got like a deal or something like that. (laughs) And then you're like walking around with your family and you see (laughs) all these people. We just wanted to see the dab. Like a guy walking around all in like, you know, leather and a gag ball in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Just like kids, close your eyes. And there's a lot of that. This company, it's called Menage Life, right? Yeah. Menage Life is is sponsoring this event. What what I found funny about all, it was all the details. It's like, I'm like, where is this happening? Is this happening at like on the floor of the MGM? I'm like, where is this going on? You know, you think about the world's largest orgy, you need a lot of floor space. 
I can't imagine that they're going to do it on tables or they're going to wheel in beds. Like how, what, logistically, how do you do this? I don't know about you, but I would not put my bare ass on the floor of any hotel conference room. I wonder if they're like going to call in a biohazard team to clean up afterwards. Or like, oh my you know, that God. company Surf Pro that cleans up like <clears throat> smoke and fires and, you know, all I can water say damage. If I it's going to be something like that. I really hope they have those air conditioners cranked. Because God. the smells that will be coming off of those mounts of bodies, <laughs> the oils, the perfume, the Luge. I mean the the sweat, the smell light. of butt in the air. Oh, Paula, the the moist assholes. I mean, all of it <laughs> is bad. God, can you imagine the sounds? <gasps> Just like have someone. Can you take- imagine it? What if it's really quiet and all of a sudden there's this? <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Or you hear off in the distance. Yes. no that would be that would be okay it would be the weird like "Ah!" you know those weird sounds that people make that they don't make in public because you know sex isn't (laughs) something you do in public there would be a lot going on if it was like in a stadium type style though i would totally sit up in the stands and watch eat popcorn and watch yeah you go hairy guy you can do it i have faith (laughs) in you i believe there is a viewer where you can, you don't have to participate, but you can go. Oh. But the thing is, is I don't think you're on bleachers. I think you're kind of really right there. Like, I don't think there's tables set up for people, like, who are just curious about the event. I mean, maybe. I personally would not. But yeah. I could see how some would want to. I'd have to wear those masks that my nail lady wears. <sighs> I would wear a visor <laughs> and some kind of mouth covering. Like a welding mask. Some kind of mask that there was hermetically sealed around my mouth and nose (laughs) because I would not want to have any, I wouldn't even want a random whiff blowing by and (laughs) getting into my mouth. Can you imagine? No. And like, how do you show up? Like in a beach towel or, you you know, do you you show up in formal wear? I mean, what are we doing? (laughs) Oh, and that was the other thing is it's masquerade. So you get to wear a mask. That is creepy. I don't like those things. Ever since I saw that Eyes Wide Shut movie, (laughs) that movie scared the shit out of me. Wasn't good. Not pleasant. Not for me. But yeah, so I mean, honestly, I'm not judging. If if this is something you want to do, I mean, Godspeed. But when you think about, it's just like, it's like one of those things when you talk to someone about when they're like, ah, it'd be so great to have a threesome. And it's like, all right, well, let's really, let's talk about what we're talking about. Let's break it down. Let's really talk about the facts about what that means. First of all, for any man, they'll shrivel up pretty quickly if you say, are you willing to be able to satisfy and service two women at the same time? Can you do it? Really? (laughs) You're not in porn. I'm just wondering. And even in porn, usually the girls take care of each other. The guy just stands there rubbing his dick. Right. So I'm just curious. Can you do that? And most men go, oh. Or it's like two guys and one girl. Uh, Do you want to be shish kebabs? Does that sound appealing to you? I mean, if it is, great. Let's see. But then the guy's got to do it, right? Like, both guys have to be naked in front of each other. And so when you break it down like that, I I know there are people that do it. It, I'm not saying that you can't. But when someone like me talks to someone like, I don't know, Daryl, and say, well, let's talk about what we're really talking about. 
and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that does. Let's just leave it in the fantasy realm. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes, let's, because I don't want to do it either. <laughs> and by the way, he's never asked. I'm just saying when we've had those discussions. Yeah, well, everybody thinks about it. Yeah, you it, talk though. about it. Sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about the ugly and awkward moments of the week. <laughs> I was leaving Rite Aid the other day and there was a couple coming in just as I was going out. I was wearing flip-flops and for some reason, it's probably because <laughs> my flip-flops are cheap, yeah. but the toe of the flip-flop bent underneath my flip-flop yeah. and so I tripped. Oh no, did you fall? I did not fall, but oh, the couple God. next to me kind of stopped and they like put their hands out like almost to, <laughs> you know, catch me if I was falling. Yes. And I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> so, I'm all right. I'm okay. And so I uh, flipped my flip back into mm. place and then uh, proceeded to walk fastly to my car, hoping oh my that God. I wasn't going to flip again. I don't know why I did that. Because you, you moved funny and your flip flop did not accommodate walk weird but no that's a good one though let's see i'll give you like eight thousand points for that because you didn't fall luckily no so mine happened on mother's day we were having um dinner and we were all sitting at the dining room table and every and everything was done and Mackenzie, she is a paste she's a an assistant pastry chef now Mm -hmm. and so we purchased one of her tarts that she made earlier that day and it was beautiful daryl put it on the table And I decide to be, because I'm the mother, I'm like, no, I will cut it up for everybody. It's on a plate. And the thing with the tart is it had been refrigerated. So it was, it was not malleable. It was very stiff from being cold. Mm -hmm. And so I pull, I take the plate and I quickly grab it toward me so that I can cut it into slices. Well, as I grabbed it, it went flinging off the platter, <laughs> broke in half, and half of it ended up on the floor. Oh, no. Just like that. And we all stop and stare at me. <laughs> Everybody Oops. was staring at me. They're like, I'm going to slowly scoop it up and put it back on the plate. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just just some fruit fell on the floor. It's okay. He goes, you need a bigger spatula. It's broken. Jamie, Jamie. And I'm like, shut up. And so I get the spatula. And sure enough, I broke it into four pieces. Oh, no. The spatula wasn't big enough. And it was like literally this is this is what it looks like when you're like a relic and your children are looking at you going, poor mom. Yeah. She's like just old now. They didn't offer to help you. No, they were staring. They were like, what is it happens so quickly. It happens so quickly. So anyway, and of course, Daryl's like, let me just just let me do it. And of course, I'm like, absolutely not. I will do it. And I did it. Uh, That's funny. That's a good one. I think you win this week. 12,000 points. 12,000 points. Do you ever do stuff like that? And then either Daryl or your kids ask, is that your ugly and awkward moment for the week? Yes. Daryl does it. And I want to stab him in the throat. The kids do it to me all the time. Yeah, it makes me mad. I'm like, you know what? Let me decide what's ugly and awkward, all right? You're like, I'll decide what's ugly and awkward. It's all the time. (laughs) It's all the time. Oh, speaking of, so Daryl and I had many margaritas on my birthday, and we came home, and we have this. We got rid of it, so you don't have to worry if you come over this weekend. It it won't be a big deal, but there was a a wasp's nest that was growing, and 
I thought it was, it was pretty much, it was not inhabited. I think it was old and for whatever reason they moved, it didn't work out, but it's really high up. So you have to get on a ladder and then spray the stuff. So (laughs) Daryl and I are drunk and doing this. Oh God. Yeah. And he's like, I can't get it. I'm like, you can do it. (laughs) We're in the backyard squirting things trying to get up there and i'm like i have poison in a can and i'm trying to spray it while he's getting the the ladder going i don't need the ladder i'll just i'll just spray it it'll reach it'll reach i splattered poison all over the back the back of the side yard all over me and i'm like oh my god you know and it was the worst but daryl and i have this bad habit of doing projects in the backyard when we are drunk i am not kidding This is not our first time doing this. So I'm pretty sure that we will die together when we're really old. We're going to do something drunkenly in our backyard and just die there. And that'll just, that'll be how it is. And we'll be eaten by the cats and that'll be the end of it. That's terrible. At least they died killing the wasps. (laughs) You guys are weird. Oh my God, Polly, you have no idea. We tell we tell Malia all the time, like, we feel really sorry for you. And she's like, why? I go, because we're the weird couple you live with now. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, yeah, I think that's definitely a wrap. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for visiting our links. Like Jamie said, if you want to get directly to our Avon link, just go to lipandclip.com and you'll be right there. We always appreciate the patronage. And other than that, we have hope you have a fabulous week and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.